Welcome to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Well, we always begin this portion of our post-game show with a scoring summary. And boy, oh boy, have we got a summary for you here tonight. Of course, after every home game, we also go extended, take your phone calls, and we will get to Rangers talk in the next 15 to 20 minutes. But to the scoring summary that I mentioned will be music to the ears of Rangers fans. Trent Swick got the scoring started in this one exactly 12 minutes into the game on a Rangers power play. Swick's 23rd from Philip Mishar and Carson Rakoff made it one nothing Rangers. But just 27 seconds later, Carson Hall would take advantage of a Ranger turnover and bury his fifth of the season to make it 1-1, and that's how the first period would come to an end. Then early in the second, just 2-12 into the second to be exact, Kitchener native Marco Sikic would score his 14th of the season from Tyson Doucette and Mitch Young, and the visiting Sarnia Sting had a 2-1 lead on the Kitchener Rangers, but then Kitchener found their legs. Matt Sopp would tie the game at 8.59 of the second. Sopp's 36th from Carson Rakoff and Matt Andonofsky made it 2-2. Then at 13.09 of the second, Rakoff would score his 46th of the season from Hunter Brustevich. The Rangers regained the lead at 3-2, and they weren't done there. Philip Mashar at 16.01 of the second on a Ranger power play. Mashar his 17th from Carson Rakoff and Hunter Brustevich 4-2 Kitchener. And that's how the second period would come to an end. The third seemed to be almost lifeless, but the Rangers in the final half of the period got rolling again and it was Carson Rakoff again, his second of the game, and 47th of the season from Matt Sopp at 12.55 of the third, made it 5-2, and then Sopp's second of the game and 37th of the season from Carson Rakoff at 13.19, made it 6-2 Kitchener, six unanswered, just like they had done, or pardon me, at that point it was five unanswered for the Rangers. Then Olivier Savard would score one, his third of the season and first as a Ranger from Philip Mishar and Trent Swick at 18:43, It was 7-2 for the Kitchener Rangers. A little bit of a defensive lapse 14 seconds later would give Cooper Way, the Waterloo native and Sting captain, his eighth of the season. Pardon me, his ninth. I can't read my own writing. I'm sorry, Cooper Way. Cooper Way's ninth of the season from Zach Felak. At 18.57, so the Sting get one late, but not until the Rangers had reeled off six in a row. And the final in this one is 7-3 to three as the Rangers win their fifth in a row. If you think you heard Carson's, Carson Rakoff's name a lot, you did. Two times he scored, four times he had assists. It's a six-point night for Carson Rakoff. The Rangers' power play also sizzling again going two for three so it's four for its past six it was also two for three the rangers power play in the 6-2 win in peterborough on monday the sting went 0 for one with the man advantage kitchener outshot sarnia 48 to 32 in this game here tonight post-game coverage is brought to you by you save flooring prices so low just take it and go You're listening to Kitchener Rangers Hockey on City News 570. You're listening to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Back here inside the Kitchener Memorial Auditorium, 6,722 file out. And they do so with smiles on their faces as the Rangers pick up a resounding 7-3 win over the Sarnia Sting. I don't think you would have thunk it after period number one. It was only 1-1 at the end of the first here tonight, and the Rangers looked a little bit sloppy. Sarnia took the lead early in the second, and then the Rangers figured it out, found out what they were supposed to be doing, reeled off six unanswered, and they cruised to a 7-3 win 
making it five in a row. And, oh yes, I forgot to mention during that scoring summary, the Rangers clinch a playoff spot. On our Liebold Electric out-of-town scoreboard tonight, seven other games around the Ontario Hockey League in Mississauga. The Steelheads hammer the Niagara Ice Dogs 7-2 to the final in that one. Niagara has now lost three in a row. Meantime, in Flint, Brantford goes in and knocks off the Firebirds 3-2. to So the Bulldogs leapfrog the Sudbury Wolves unless Sudbury was able to come back versus Peterborough tonight. We'll get to that, but Brantford at 72 points on the season, two better than the Sudbury Wolves. The Bulldogs a 3-2 win over Flint. London shuts out Kingston 5 to nothing up at the Slush Puppy Place in the Limestone City. Easton Cowan extends his point streak to 25 games. That ties Sergei Kostitsin for the longest London Knights point streak since 97-98. In Ottawa, the 67s spoil Oshawa's playoff clinching bid. A 5-0 shutout for Ottawa over Oshawa tonight. North Bay hands Saginaw, well, leads, pardon me. There's five and a half to play at the Dow, but it's a 5-2 lead for North Bay over the Memorial Cup hosts tonight. The Peets led in Sudbury 2-0, but Sudbury does come back to win it in overtime 3-2. And so Sudbury keeps pace with Brantford atop that Eastern Conference. And in Guelph, the Spits have just scored again to make it 5-4 with about 10 minutes to play at the Sleeman Center. So that one... Not even close to done yet. There's your Liebold Electric out-of-town scoreboard. Check out their full list of services at LieboldElectric.com. Downstairs we go to Paul Fixter and UC Ahokas. Thanks, Mike. I'm ringside with head coach UC Ahokas. And, Coach, last game you, you um, tied the uh, <coughs> excuse me you tied the point total for last season, and tonight you clinch the playoffs. How's that feel? I think it's good. Uh, we're... We're in a good spot, but still we need more points, that's for sure. Uh, and uh, we want to climb the... We're still fourth, so uh, I think we can, in the last uh, 11 games, get higher. Uh, but the biggest thing for me, it's not the where we are, but that our game would be in a good spot when the playoffs start. What what changed in this game? You were down 2-1, uh, and Sarnia was kind of... I, I don't know. They they, they they seem to be doing a lot of right things. What changed for your club to score all those unanswered goals? Well, I think uh, all their chances was from our, our bad puck decisions, turnovers. We were a little bit overconfident, and they were working hard, and and we were playing dumb with the puck, like rake off six points tonight, but actually seven because he gave the pass to the, their first goal. Like So we were doing stupid mistakes like that, but then... Uh, then we kept uh, kept going our game and kept driving to the net, uh, keep working, and you get the price when you do good things. Power play looked good again tonight. Scored scored on the power play. Where do you think this goal scoring surges come from? Well, uh, the power play has been getting better and better, and of course you get confidence. But the biggest thing for us is. Uh, now the forwards are driving to the net. We're going to the net, and that's the biggest thing. And then, then when you have bodies there, it opens up room always somewhere else. And uh, we're getting, uh, and you get more chances. Like today again, over 40, 40, 40 shots, and uh, you score. Like when you get the chances, you'll score at some point for always. And it's good we're we're getting in there right now. You mentioned Rakoff with his six points. Matthew Sop had a pretty decent game, too. Just your comments about the play of those two. Well, I think there's something they find each other. Uh, offensively, they've been looked really good. We haven't tried them, and now when they, we put them together after that, they've been, I think they've been playing really, really well. And, and uh, yeah, he, he, he sees the ice well, and uh, he's a great offensive player. I hope the fans have been able to hear us with those kids yelling over there. I'm losing my mind. What's it going to take, Coach, to go up to the Sioux and, you know, get a big win up there? Uh, I think we have to be defensively smart. They, uh, they're they a turnover team. They send two guys high. Like, we have to count the numbers. We have to be 
defend well, but then we have to keep going in our offense. Like we have to drive to the net, keep driving, keep playing fast, and I think then we have a good chance. Congratulations on clinching the playoffs and your fifth win in a row. Thank you. Back upstairs to you, Mike. Thank you very much, Paul. You see a hocus with some a chorus of kids, let's say, in the background following a 7-3 Ranger victory here on a Friday night. Post-game coverage is brought to you by You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. You're listening to City News 570. Who blew a call? Who left it all out on the ice? Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Break it down on City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Well, nothing left but us and the ushers who have begun the process of cleaning up here in the Memorial Auditorium after 6,700 file out. And I wonder, just wonder, who might be the most popular Ranger to be involved in post-game interviews tonight. Paul Fixter is awaiting the same player that is currently speaking with Rogers TV Cable 20. And I think you know from our scoring summary who that might be. Let me just put this in perspective for you as well. No, I'll get into perspective in a moment where this young man is now in the scoring race as we send it downstairs to Paul Fixter. Thanks, Mike. I'm downstairs with tonight's first star, Carson Rakoff. And Carson, congratulations on the two goals and six-point night. Uh, this team has been scoring a lot of goals of late. Where does this surge come from? I think we're a super offensive team. I think we went through a little cold, so I'm not scoring too many goals. And I think it was just about time until we, we kind of broke out. And I think we've been, we've been playing really well in the Ozone, that drives and stuff like that. So it's been looking good. What's been the change that has gotten the power play to get, get scoring again? Yeah, I think just our puck retrievals were really good. I think um, we're not really losing many buck battles, and I think we have too much talent on the ice just to not get chances, and they're going to go in eventually. So, Carson, I have to ask you, you seem to have a real good chemistry with Matthew Sopp. What's it like playing with him? Yeah, I mean, he's been one of my best friends since I've gone here. and we've, we've had spurts playing with each other, and we've done really well. So it's something that kind of is in the back of our minds, and um, I'm liking, liking the wing a little bit. I played at a lot of World Juniors and kind of played center for most of my time here, but... I like to play wing too, so I think like he's a he's a really good centerman for me, and and Luke Allenus has been unbelievable for us. So I think it's been super easy for me to play with him. How important is the goal scoring and or league scoring title to you? I it's honestly not something I look at. Like I think obviously I'm pretty happy I'm doing well, but I just want to win. I think we have a really good group here, and I think we can get it done. So every night we just we just want to come out here and give the give the crowd the best game we can and try and win every game. You mentioned Alanis. Um, it, that the fight he got into. This kid brings a lot to the lineup, doesn't he? Yeah, I think we we love him. Like he's he's honestly one of my best friends. I think um, I'd do anything for that kid. I think he does a lot for us. Like there, that means so much to us. Kind of stepping up for Sopper there. Um, yeah, but it means a lot to our team. And I think everyone's everyone's in that boat this year. Everyone will step step up for anyone. And I think it's a big reason for our success. This is the first game that you've played against Sarnia. Their head coach was your coach for Team Canada. Did anything go through your mind like, hey, I wish it would have got a little bit more ice time there? No, I think I'm, I'm super grateful that uh, he selected me for that team and, and gave me the opportunity I did, and it was it was an experience of a lifetime. So. Thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. Good luck in the Sioux. Of course, no problem. Back upstairs to you, Mike. Thank you very much, Paul. Carson Rakoff, six points tonight, two goals and four assists. She doesn't have to worry about the scoring race. That's why we're here. With those six points tonight, Carson Rakoff vaults himself from sixth in league scoring all the way up to third in league scoring. David Goyette's night is finished. Sudbury has ended their game, winning in overtime over Peterborough 3-2. to Goyette with one point. So he's at 91. Anthony Romani has a goal and an assist as North Bay leads in Saginaw 5-3. It's not quite over yet, but Romani at 88 points, and then Rakoff jumping in to 84. Denver Barkey picked up a couple of points. He's at 81. Denny Gore did not play tonight. He stays on 79, and Zane Parekh has so far been held off the score sheet as well. He stays at 79. So a six-point night moves Carson Rakoff from sixth in league scoring up to third, and the Rangers have won five in a row as they pick up a 7-3 victory here on home ice tonight. A quick break. Back with more 
Rangers hockey and your post-game coverage brought to you by You Save Flooring. This is City News 570. You're listening to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. A 7-3 win for the Rangers over the Sarnia Sting tonight. Sarnia now has dropped five of seven, while the Rangers have won five in a row, and they sweep the four-game season series with Sarnia. Let's take a look at your three stars from this game. Your three stars, a presentation of the Better Business Bureau. Find a better business at bbb.org. Third star of this game with two assists. Here tonight, Hunter Brustevich, the Rangers' blue liner. Second star of the game with two goals and an assist is Matt Sopp. And the first star, no surprise to anyone anywhere, Carson Rakoff, two goals, four assists. I'm going off the top of my head here, but I do believe that ties a career high. I I seem to recall a six-point game for Rakoff last season. Nonetheless, it's a monster night for Carson Rakoff, and he is this game's first star. So it's a Rangers sweep in a 7-3 win. Rakoff, Sop, and Brustevich are your three stars, brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a better business at bbb.org. A quick break, back to wrap with Paul Fixter, and then to your phone calls on Rangers Talk. You're listening to post-game coverage for You Save Flooring, Price is so low, just take it and go. This is City News 570. You're listening to City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. Here are your hosts, Mike Farwell and Paul Fixter. Back here at the Memorial Auditorium as 6,700 plus go home happy. And Paul Fixter and I share some quick final thoughts, and then we'll open up the phone lines for Rangers talk. I'm, I'm trying to think of where to go with these final thoughts at this point, Paul, because we've got lots of post-game coverage still to come. Although I think I might, maybe should I send you home? You're you're battling something here. <laughs> you heard it in my voice? I did hear it in your yeah, voice, yeah. I, you know what, Mike? I've been battling something all winter. I don't know what it is, but... Uh, maybe I'm talking too much. I'm not used to talking. Welcome to my world, pal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but you do it for a living. You're, I don't know. Yeah, sorry about that at the start of the interview there. Um, but I, my final thoughts are: this team didn't come out real strong in the first period. Just persevered, found a way to to stay in the game, and something clicked after they got down two one. I asked the coach that question. He didn't really. I I, I didn't really catch what he was saying but um something clicked and then they just found another gear and and made the most of it i think the one thing he said is uh, they stopped turning the puck over well that was obvious they, they, they had way too many turnovers in the first first period first part of the game including you know rakoff's seventh point of the night you know as uh, <laughs> i love the way you put that because yes you could clearly give him a, a perfect assist on the uh, first Sarnia goal of the night. I, I find myself so often reflecting back on things that Don Cameron would say, and one of his go-to phrases was, confidence is the difference between a dimple and a pimple, <laughs> or a pimple and a dimple, because if you're confident, it's a dimple. And we were talking about this as we wrapped up the, the game portion before going into post-game coverage. Look, let's be honest. The Kitchener Rangers have not beaten you know, top-tier teams over this five-game run. You know, the Guelph Storm, the Sarnia Sting, the Peterborough Peets, etc. Sudbury's good club. Anyway, my point is, doesn't matter. This team has won five in a row, and that confidence starts to build. And a confident team, I would submit to you, is a dangerous team. Oh, no question about it, Mike. And that confidence is, is really oozing uh, right now. And th- the goal scoring is just... It's back to what we saw in the, the first, you know, before Christmas, that, that part of the season when they were scoring goals at will. And, and uh, I, you know, when Rakoff mentions that, that winning the scoring title isn't, isn't important to him, I think it is. I think this kid has, has his, his sights set on that, and, and it should be important. It's, it's a, quite an honor, but I, I understand it's a team game, and it's about winning as a team and getting to the playoffs and all that stuff. But when you're that close to winning something like that, hey, you want to win it. He goes from sixth to third in the scoring race. That's a whale of a night for Carson Rakoff. He's got 11 games left to score three. 
to reach 50. Almost certain that he will. How about this? Matt Sopp with a three-point night, now on an even 80. 20 points, 11 games for Matt Sopp. Still in striking distance. He's going to need some work, but that Century Club is at least in his sights. It'd be really nice to see him get there, it too. It would, wouldn't you know, it? Like, he's, he's been a real good ranger for a lot of years, and uh, he's obviously had a great season, and uh, I think that'd be a special number for him to get to. Not going to be easy, but um, certainly doable in, in junior hockey. Two points, uh, two points a night? He can do that. He's an overager. He's got the right team around him and the right time of season to start piling some up if he's so able. All right, the Rangers win it 7-3 to three tonight, five in a row for Kitchener. So all is well, right, Rangers Nation? Here's what I'd like to know from you. Do you think Kitchener can climb a spot still in the standings? Saginaw, at last check, on the wrong end of a decision versus North Bay, the battalion leading 5-3 late. Let me just take a quick look right here. And 6-3, it has gone final. So even the Sarnia or the Saginaw Spirit, the Memorial Cup hosts, the Rangers will gain ground on tonight. Kitchener at 74 points. That still, though, is seven back of Saginaw, but only three back of the Sault Ste. Marie. Well, one back now of the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. The Greyhounds have two games in hand. Can Kitchener... Catch the Sioux for third place? I mean, the possibility exists. Let's go extended and move into Rangers Talk. All of it brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. This is City News 570. song seven times in this arena tonight on two occasions public address announcer dave schneider had not finished announcing one goal when another goal was scored on one occasion it was the rangers scoring twice in quick succession they did so how did that one go where did he got 12 55 and 13 19 of the third so 24 seconds apart and then late in the game, after Olivier Savard had scored, Sarnia scored just 14 seconds later, and Dave Schneider couldn't complete one before having to announce or interrupt himself to announce the next. Nonetheless, 7-3, the Rangers win. They are one point behind the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds, who they face on Sunday. The Sioux home to Peterborough tomorrow night the Sioux with two games in hand as things stand right now. The other thing about the Sioux is seven of their final 11 games, all of them being played in March, are at home. So that's a nice situation for the Sioux to be in. Obviously, Paul, I'm wondering, and that's what we're asking you on Rangers Talk tonight, can Kitchener catch the Sioux St. Marie Greyhounds? Mathematically, yes, but it's not going to be easy, Paul. No, uh, but it's important to the Rangers. You, You heard the coach say... They want to keep climbing the standings. They don't want to stay in in fourth spot. They want to try to keep moving up, and uh, I think that's a great attitude. Uh, is it easy? No, but uh, it's the 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 role that they're on now. It's doable. We can start taking a closer look at standings now because we're into that time of the season. The Rangers, the sixth team in the league to clinch a playoff spot, London with a victory tonight, and Saginaw with a loss so london moves four points up on the spirit and i'll just be the first to say it out loud i think if you're the kitchener rangers you would love to get into that third slot because the way things are shaping up were london to finish first and the rangers to finish fourth if both teams are successful in round number one and there are no upsets five through eight then round number two means Rangers and Knights yet again in the playoffs, and I quite frankly have had enough of that, if I may say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, 
London has certainly had Rangers number, and you've thrown out the numbers <laughs> over the over the games that we've played this year against them. Uh, it hasn't been easy, but playoffs are a different creature, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I, either way, Mike, it's not going to be an easy road, so you just better be clicking on all cylinders uh, as as you head into the playoffs. And right now, the Rangers seem to be. Uh, doing a pretty good job of that. Two years ago, it was Mike Patizian, the overtime hero in Game 7, that propelled the Rangers to an upset victory of the Knights. The Rangers were the seven seed, and the London Knights were the two seed. And Patizian's goal gave Kitchener the shocking upset, quite frankly. And then a season ago, the Rangers as the eighth seed made history by knocking off the one-seed Windsor Spitfires in the first round in a sweep. That had never been done before. Eights had beaten ones, but never in a sweep. And then Kitchener went into the second round and got knocked out in five by the London Knights. So it's been there's been a lot of familiarity between the teams. Familiarity breeds contempt. I think we already saw this season how much contempt there still is, quite frankly, between the London Knights and the Kitchener Rangers. And it would be rather interesting to see them in the playoffs again. But as I said, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm over that part. I th- it would be nice to see some new teams just for the, <laughs> the sake of seeing new teams. Yeah, no question. Uh, you talk about contempt. A bit of that tonight with three fights in this game. I, like, I didn't see that coming. And Sarnia played a physical game. They they, they were running around a little bit. And the, um, the kid that got into a fight with uh, Alanis Luminac, yeah, <laughs> He's, he had a physical presence. I liked his yeah. game. He 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 got noticed. That's for sure. He was running around and brought a physical presence. Oh, Sarnia's got some growing pains. No question about it. They're a young club, but they had a pretty good season last year, and now you, you pay for it a little bit uh, this this season. Talk about getting noticed, and you and I made allusions to this during the game, and wouldn't you know? When the game ended, I received a message almost immediately from another pro scout who is inquiring about one Luke Ellenus. This kid is putting himself on the map, and I'd like to throw Trent Swick into the conversation as well. Uh, Obviously older, but a player that got overlooked when his draft year came along, and now he's up at 23 goals on the season. He is establishing himself as a net front presence, and it's been impressive. And he's the last while here, he's brought a real physical component to his game. When you're the size of of Trent Swick, you know, the scouts expect a little bit more of a physical play from you, and he's really delivered it. Uh, he had that great fight in Kingston which a few of the scouts were talking to me about tonight. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's doing a real good job on the power play, the net front. Uh, I, I do believe he will get drafted, Mike. I, uh, older players do get drafted, and uh, he's put himself certainly in that conversation. Luke Ellenus turns out to be quite the find for uh, Mike McKenzie. You know, acquired kind of, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, inconspicuously, innocuously by Mike McKenzie from the Barry Colts uh, before the season began. And he has really turned into a nice player, a complimentary player in this club. Well, and you heard the comments from uh, Carson Rakoff, tonight's first star, about how much him and Sop enjoy playing with Ellenis on that line and and how much he contributes to that line and that's quite a uh, confidence booster for for Ellenis no question about it and it says a lot that the coach uh, feels comfortable in putting him with with those two superstars Rangers win it 7-3 to three over the Sarnia Sting tonight. It's a clean sweep of the season series. Kitchener beats Sarnia all four times the teams play, and Kitchener has now won five in a row. Oh, yeah, by the way, Carson Rakoff, a six-point night tonight. If you are trying to be a part of Rangers Talk tonight and you're having difficulty, it's not you, it's us. Uh, our producer, Adam Sanderson, has informed me of a little hiccup with the phone line. So we'll try to get that sorted out and remind you that you are welcome to participate, and we hope we can help you do that. 519-570-2545, star 570, 1-800-570-5715. In the meantime, if you're near something that can send one of those fancy electronic email things, 
Feel free to shoot me a note, Mike, at 570news.com. This is Rangers Talk, brought to you by You Save Flooring. You're listening to City News 570. It's time to speak your mind. Have your say on City News 570, Rangers Talk. Call now, 519-570-2545. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. City News 570. Well, the Rangers get off to a bit of a slow start in this one, but they find their legs in the second period after falling behind 2-1. to one. They score six unanswered, and then Sarnia gets one late, but it really didn't matter at that point. 7-3 the final, Kitchener over the Sarnia sting. What did matter about that late goal for Sarnia is it came off the stick of Captain Cooper Way. He's a Waterloo native. Marco Sikic, a Kitchener native, also scored for Sarnia tonight. Both Sikic and Way, along with Kai Schwint, another local boy, started the game for Sarnia in a nice nod by Alan Latang, the head coach. Kai Schwint left the game with an injury, was taken to hospital for treatment. He's okay. It's not severe, but it was serious enough that he had to be taken to hospital for treatment. Schwint, so to the hospital, Way and Sikic getting goals. And the Kitchener Rangers, for their part of the ledger, winning now five in a row and getting six points from Carson Rakoff. Why don't we start, Paul, by reliving the glory that was the fix is in tonight for City Cabs. You were all in across the board. Rangers to score five or more. You nailed it. They get seven. Rangers to score a power play goal. They did twice again tonight, two for three in each of their past two games. Marco Sick to get a point. He's got a team-leading 47 for the Sarnia Sting. And the Rangers, you said, would clinch a playoff spot tonight. They did that here in game number 57. So a clean sweep for you. Josh Brown thought you were too easy on me tonight, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) But the reason I went with the five-plus goals, and I, I talked about this at the start, is the defense has really been depleted for for Sarnia and and Kitchener just seemed to be clicking offensively and I just thought that was a that was an easy one and the power play has to get going and if 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 they were going to score five goals which I believe they would I figured they'd get one or more on the power play and uh, the penalty kill for the Sarnia is it was 18th in the league so there's a good chance that was going to happen you know Sikic I, I I think any time you get to play in your hometown in front of your family and friends you get a little bit jacked up and and he's one of their he's an overager he's one of their high-end players uh you know even though that team doesn't have a lot of scoring depth he is one of the players that they they count on and you know i think it was a shoe in that the rangers were were going to win this game and speaking of that i I should we've kind of neglected a little bit jackson parsons had a pretty good performance again tonight he made three or four Pretty good saves, maybe half a dozen saves that kept the Rangers in the game. And, you know, uh, great goalies, they, they stop the ones that they should, and sometimes they stop the ones that you don't expect expect them to stop. And he, he's been doing that of late. I, I, he's really been on a good roll here, and they've given him, uh, they've given him a, a long leash, and he's had the majority of the games, and I think they're really focusing towards the playoffs. I thought he was pretty good again tonight. You know, it's a really good point, Paul, because this one could have run away from the Rangers the way they were playing early on. It was not a good first period. No, no turnovers and and sloppy play, and and the Machar line was, was, was sat down for a little bit, and I think that was a bit a bit of a wake-up call for those high-end players. And first-round NHL pick. And, uh, you know, they sat them down for a few shifts, didn't get power play time and then rangers figured out and found a way and through all of that parsons had to do his job all right we've got the gremlins out of the machine so you are welcome to be a part of this rangers talk experience at 519 570 2545 star 570 and 1-800-570-5715 james start us off on rangers talk hey uh i want to call back to Close to the beginning of the season, when we were thinking about, like, you know, 10, 20 wins, when we were really on a roll, and and two things things that Fixie talked about. Uh, First was the the do not throw the puck up the middle of the ice for a giveaway. 
that's something that I have been seeing, like the contemporary Rangers of the last, you know, like 20-ish games have been really struggling with. But also, um, like you guys said, we, we just played Sarnia, we played whoever in the last like four or five games, and we got wins. We're on a, a four-game heater. Five games take now. The five-game heater. Uh, take, maybe, this is, maybe this is you, Mike. Um, take, take the points where you can get them, especially at this point in the season. If, if I'm being realistic, I would like to see Rangers end up fourth in the standings with Guelph fifth in the standings. So we can have a, a nice little easy on everybody first uh, series of the playoffs. But but what I really I've talked about a lot. Sorry, uh, what I really want to talk about is um, the future of the Rangers. Not necessarily this season, but you know, going to into the future. You guys talked about Ellis tonight. What a heater! But I'm really stoked on Tanner Lamb. I was really excited about him at the start of the season, and tonight, like I, you know, I've been watching him. I keep my eyes on that player particularly a lot. And in the last couple of games, or last many games, it's like, uh, whatever, he's, he's still scoring goals, whatever. But tonight, he kind of showed me that he doesn't have any fear. And I've been thinking about him in a different lens. And I hope that Tanner Lamb eats a bunch of uh, whatever over the summer, and I hope he lifts a bunch of weights because I think that kid, uh, Alanis, Diracolo, those guys are our future, and I'm really, really excited. I'm excited about this season. I don't think we're going to win it. I think London's going to win it if we're going to be realistic about it. But uh, I think the future of the Rangers the next two, three years is, is in good hands with those kids. All right, James, appreciate the call. Uh, I love the idea of a nice short trip first round versus Guelph, but let me tell you a little something about the Guelph Storm. They are struggling and struggling mightily, and Owen Sound currently sits in fifth, tied in points. However, Guelph tonight led 7-4 at home to Windsor with seven and a half minutes to play. Eight and a half, pardon me. Did my math wrong. Eight and a half minutes to play. They lost 8-7 in overtime. Wow. Like it, 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 Things are not good right now in Guelph. Anyway, that notwithstanding, let's pick up on a couple of things, Paul. One thing James talked about was giveaways up the middle. I would personally say welcome to junior hockey. It's not exclusive to the Kitchener Rangers, but anyway. Yeah, no, it's not. And and that's one of the things that Coach Ahokas stresses all the time is he calls it puck management. You, know, you have to make good decisions with the puck and throwing it up the middle, especially on your backhand, isn't one of them. Mike, the only thing I'll say about the, the playoff, um, watch what you wish for, people. You know, just think back to the Toronto Maple Leafs last year. They didn't want Tampa, they wanted Florida. And, uh, and or they wanted Florida, sorry, in the uh, second round. And, uh, yeah, they got Florida all right. <laughs> and Florida got them. So you have to watch what you wish for. They're, they're all good teams. Any team that makes the playoffs is capable of winning four out of seven. It, it's as simple as that. I think right now, and I would be most concerned if I'm one of the upper echelon teams in the West about the Erie Otters, because when Benjamin Godreau is back, and I anticipate he will be before the end of the season and then into the playoffs, that is the kind of goaltender that could steal you games, rounds, whatever. So just keep your eyes on that. I don't think the Rangers would match up with uh, Erie in the first round by any stretch of the imagination. But to Paul's point, be careful what you wish for. And that that can upset then what happens. Like you said, if there's no upsets between 5 and 8, if there is, then it changes the whole uh, scenario of... You know, second-round opponents. That's a really good point there. I just want to, before we move on, because I know lots of people on the phones, but uh, James also did talk about the future of this team. The future seems to have arrived early, Paul. Not much was expected. Nobody was talking about 10 or 20 wins on the season at the beginning. like that. Nobody was talking about it being that bad a season for the Rangers, but it was expected to be a down year. Maybe they're a little bit below 500, you know, winning 30 or 32 of 68, something like that. But anyway... Uh, 
the future does look very bright for this hockey club. No question, no question about it. Um, the, the one name that wasn't mentioned there too is Cameron Reed. Absolutely, <laughs> Cameron Reed is a stud of a of a player, and Luca Romano uh, is another player. Uh, uh, yeah, the future looks great, but uh, you know sometimes y- your future comes a little bit quicker than you than you you want, and and I think the way these kids are playing, and and that's why the Playoffs are so important. If they can get that experience, and and uh, you know, then if if it is in two years uh, that we expect this big, you know, playoff run, Memorial Cup, these these kids have had that experience in the playoffs against good teams. This is kind of borrowed time for the Rangers. Enjoy this. It's been a really really fun season and an unexpectedly fun season. Next year, brace yourself, Rangers fans, because the team will have to move assets to get draft picks back to continue building towards that championship run. But anyway, we'll leave that aside and go back to the phones. Eddie, you're next on Rangers Talk. Hello, Edward. Okay, we lost Eddie. Let's go to Cody next instead. Cody, you're on Rangers Talk. Hey, Farwell Fixture. What's up, guys? We're good, Cody. Oh, man, what can I say? I'm happy that the Rangers are playoff-bound. I am so excited for the playoffs because, you know, I get jittery when it's the playoffs. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, like you, like like I got to say, Carson Rakoff, Matt Sopp, and Hunter Brustevich, those three, my God, they tore the roof off the auditorium tonight. Well, so did Luke Elena with his fight. Uh, yeah, there, there were a lot of, you know, and and you look at that pass that Andonovsky made up to Rakoff on the uh, two-on-one goal with Sop. Mm. That was a huge play, and that and that put them, uh, that evened it up. That made it two-two. That goal. Yeah, and that Luke was a Elena's huge fight. Yeah, that, that was like a knockout. He did score the takedown. We we mentioned that on the air. It was it was a short lived, spirited bout. But both uh, Elenus and Lomanak, whose game I really liked for Sarnia tonight, uh, they they threw a few bombs before Elenus scored the takedown. Yeah, it was. I just want to say, have a good night, fellas, and good luck on the on that road trip to the zoo on Sunday. And I'll see you guys on Friday against London. All right, Cody, appreciate the call. And, yes, we'll uh, spend our Saturday aboard the Iron Lung, but we've got the moose at the wheel, so everything will be fine. And uh, we'll get into Sault Ste. Marie tomorrow night and prepare for that afternoon game on Sunday. And uh, it's it's a long way to go for one, one uh, game, but if you're going to go all that way, why not win it? There you go. I like that. Come home with six straight wins. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, Cody did mention, and... I'd have to look back, Paul. I should keep better track of this, but it seems to me it was relatively recent, and UC Ahokas alluded to that as well, that Sop and Rakoff were put together, maybe together again, because Rakoff with Mashar a lot. And anyway, but they have found a little bit, more than a little bit, really, of, of magic out there. They look dynamite tonight. Yeah, I asked Carson their postgame about it. He just, he says, you know, they're, they're best of friends and they, they have a chemistry together and they're both, they, they see the ice well. They have great vision. Um, and they're, like, they're highly skilled, obviously. You threw out their point totals. Uh, you know, they're both going to be a hundred point guys or near that that range 90 plus um so they're they're highly skilled and and when you see when you see them with some time and space boy they can make you pay the price Rakoff now at 84 points after his six point performance tonight sop with his three points up to 80 on the season the rangers win their fifth in a row seven three tonight over the sarnia sting a quick break back with more rangers talk for you save flooring price is so low just take it and go you're listening to city news 570 got something to say about your east avenue blue call now 519-570-2545 it's city news 570 rangers talk brought to you by you save flooring price is so low just take it and go city news 570 Well, everything comes up roses for the Kitchener Rangers tonight. Despite a so-so 
I think I'll put kindly first period and a bit of a shaky start even to the second with the Rangers down 2-1. to one. They reel off six in a row. They win it 7-3 over Sarnia. That's five consecutive wins for Kitchener, and they clinch a playoff spot with the win here tonight in front of more than 6,700 at the Memorial Auditorium. 519-570-2545, star 570, and 1-800-570-5715. Andre, you're on Rangers Talk. Hey, Mike. Hi, Paul. Well, Hi, Andre. I'm ask how you doing. It's a, it was a great night. Um, five games in a row. Can't complain. Close to that eight, you said, Mike. And, uh, of course, it break off. Of course. Very uh, always impressed. And, but uh, it's, it's not only that, Mike. It's It's... It's not falling in love just with one player. It's falling in love with the surrounding. And like he said tonight, um, who he's playing with. Um, I remember a while ago when I talked to you about some Luke guy, but the Luke guy is on our team, and he's playing with him. And he's making other people grow up, and he's maturing. The staff is maturing. Um, and hopefully uh, the big nickel will come back. Um, can't ask him that much after coming back, but just him being back is going to mean a lot to the team. But uh, I'm very impressed of the maturity. Um, Sap, at the beginning, he used to get some silly penalties, and uh, now he's more of a, <laughs> a pit bull. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm very impressed. Um, the points are adding up. Uh, the points, like you said, it's not really important is to have fun. And, uh, man, they're having fun, and I'm having fun, and uh, you have you guys have a great night. Thanks, Andre. Appreciate the call. Uh, I'm truthfully not sure I understood every bit of it, but I get the gist. And the big nickel, let's talk about him for a moment. That's my nickname for Mitch Martin. I honestly thought, Paul, that after watching Mitch in practice this week, as you did, we might see him tonight. I guess when you're on a bit of a heater and the Rangers are having won five in a row, you have the luxury of a little more time. I'm personally, look, I, I love the kid. He's he's a heart and soul guy. He's been out for so long, though. Like, you're going to almost have to hit the ground running if you're Mitch Martin when you come back to this team. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's worked hard uh, away from from the team, you know, like getting ready for this. Um, I, I guess maybe, Mike, they didn't play him tonight. If he is that close, you don't want to sit on a bus for... That's exactly what I thought. Yeah, yeah. and then you've got we've got a whole week until um, we play London on Friday. So um, that uh, gives him another week to get going and, and you know, hopefully, hopefully he's in the lineup. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, he did practice, and he did practice on a line, and he he didn't have his gold jersey on. He had his uh, he had a blue jersey on, so uh, he'd be a great addition to get. But but practicing and, and game shape are two different things. Mitch Martin nine goals in sixteen games. He was he was buzzing. He was just kind of starting to come on, and just think, Paul, of the kind of addition that is to a hockey club. I mean, they've played two-thirds of a season without him, and all of a sudden you get the opportunity to add a player of that impact, who's also, by the way, an overager, will not want things to end. He'll be one of those guys saying, follow me, boys. We want to keep this going for as long as we can. I, I just think things really align well with a healthy Mitch Martin. Yeah, he wants to keep it going for two reasons. One, because he wants the, you know the team to win, have success, and to prolong his career so he might get noticed and have a chance to go to a pro camp or or whatever his hockey future holds. He wants to uh, prove people that uh, he's a good player and he can he can advance in in the uh, in the ranks. Uh, I think the thing that he's going to have to do is you know to advance in the ranks is to prove that he can stay healthy. It's a great point. He's had some really strange injuries, including this lower body one. He's still uh, working his way back from. There's a wrist injury a couple of years ago, denied him a chance to play in Sudbury, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, let's go back to the phones after the Rangers' 7-3 win tonight over the Sarnia Sting. Five in a row for Kitchener, a playoff spot clinched, and Jeffrey with us on Rangers Talk. Hi, Jeffrey. How are you doing, bud? 
We're good. Good. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, has Fixer made his way down, my buddy, to uh, Strikers yet? Or is he familiar with that area? Oh, my God, absolutely. Love that spot. <laughs> it was one of my go-tos when I used to coach here. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Uh, whoa. Uh, I'll tell you, okay, so let's, okay, well, good. Uh Buddy, St. Jerome's, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. St. Jerome's. So, so uh, your brother? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> Jeffrey, buddy, Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, Adam, I'm gonna we're gonna move on from this call because uh, Jeffrey, we love you, but Jeffrey's been at Strikers for a little while. Okay, so thank. <laughs> and listen, Paul, we could talk about St. Jerome's for the rest of the night too, both Absolutely. you and I, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey, maybe uh, when you sleep this one off, my friend, and and your buddy from St. Jerome's there can uh, can call us back, but we're <laughs> we're gonna keep moving on. Terry I, never lets me down. He never lets me down, and he's joining us on Rangers Talk. Hi, Terry. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Mike, a uh, long-time listener, first-time calling to this uh, <laughs> segment. I thought I, I thought love I'd it. Finally, See? I thought I'd finally break the ice. Attaboy. Uh, tonight I was flipping back and forth uh, through some games. I was I was more interested in that Brantford pulled off Flint game. I ended up 3-2. Brantford pulled it off. But I can't believe you just said that uh, Windsor beat Guelph 8-7. 8-7. Guelph was up 7-4 with eight and a half minutes to play. They are struggling. Oh, my God. I came across that game. I think it was in the second period. It was 5-1 Guelph. I said, man, this game's in the bag. And then now I hear that score. But the thing I'm calling about, Mike and Paul, is um, I wouldn't be too concerned about the London Knights. I know they're on a roll, and they've only lost one regulation game in the last you know century or something like that. But they always, <laughs> they, they always flame out in the playoffs. Like last year. I thought they would probably. I I actually thought they would lose to Sarnia in, in the in the conference semifinal, and then and then they ended up losing to Peterborough. And, and you know Peterborough. Yeah, but how can you? But wait, Terry. Sorry to interrupt, but how can you call that flaming out? They went to the friggin' OHL final. Pardon my French. But, but they were a much better team than Peterborough. I mean, Peterborough. Look what they did in the Memorial Cup. They didn't win a single game. So uh, Peterborough I, I, got I hot at the right time, though. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't be too concerned about them. And I know they always have these great regular seasons, and then you know they always somehow they always manage. To, to crop away the one of the playoff rounds. So and and look what Peterborough did last year. I mean, they came. They were kind of middle of the pack in the in the Eastern Conference, and they ended up going all the way to the Memorial Cup. So I think the Rangers. This is wide open this year, regardless of what we think about London. I mean, last last Friday they got blown up by the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds eight two at home. So uh, anything's possible. I think this is wide open. I think the Rangers, if they get hot like they are right now, I know they struggled the last couple of weeks before this this stretch. I think it's there. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to go to the Memorial Cup, but I think they can have a great playoff round. And I wouldn't be too concerned about the London Knights. I know you, a couple of weeks ago, Mike, you mentioned that the, in the last 60 or so games, the, the Rangers have only won 16 against them. But uh, I, I think they could just, you know, anything can happen. You know, I, I think that the Rangers can, if they can get hot in the playoffs, that's where it counts. Uh, and they can have a good run. And who knows, maybe they'll get Guelph in the first round. <laughs> who knows? I think they can beat Guelph easily. But uh, and if they can get London, maybe in the like I said, depending where they finish, and maybe they can avoid playing them in the second round if there's some upsets. They're in the first round of the playoffs. Maybe they can get them in their conference final, and who knows? It's there for the taking. So uh, it was a good game tonight. I know I turned it off there late in the second period because it was like seven two or close to that. I think it was five five two. I think after the second, something like that. But uh, four two after the second, yeah. Yeah, four two. Yeah, so I thought they had that game in the bag, and then I came. I checked out late, later in the third period, and ended up being like the final seven three, even though Sarnia scored that late goal. But uh, yeah, I, I I think the Rangers if they can get it together, keep this roll, keep this ball rolling, and I think they'll have uh, you know ten more games or so. Let's let's see what they can do in the playoffs. I think it's wide open this year. Mike, thanks for taking my call, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week sometime. All right, Terry. Appreciate that. As Paul said, Peterborough got hot at the right time last year. They were kind of middling, and everybody wondered, did all the acquisitions not pay off? But they showed what they were made of. I I guess, Paul, if there was a criticism, if you want to start picking some nits about the London Knights, who I disagree with, Terry, flaming out. You you made it to the OHL final when I don't think anybody expected you to go that far, especially against a stacked Sarnia team. But if if you were going to pick a nit, it would be... With all of the success, the regular season success, the strong teams, only 
and I say this cautiously, but only two Memorial Cups. They've been to more, and they haven't been able to win. If you're picking a nit, that might be the one you pick with London. I've always said I'd, I'd rather get there and lose than not get there. Fair. And, you know, they've gotten there an awful lot. I think the one thing, too, that we have to keep in mind about London is, you know, they recognize they, they lost to Peterborough last year. One of the hot players for Peterborough was their goaltender. Bingo. They went out and got him. Yep. So uh, it's a pretty good hockey club. I, I, don't, I don't think we should be worried about the second round. We have to get past the first round, which uh, I don't think it's going to be Guelph. I think it's going to be Owen Sound. And Owen Sound... I have liked all year. I They're kind of around that 500 mark. I just think they're a very good hockey club that has kind of underperformed during the season. You know, that is a great point. You just get me thinking about that. I mean, I'm a big Colby Barlow fan. I don't think I'm the only one. Uh, but certainly a guy that can hurt you all on his own. Carter George, Denny, pound for pound. Denny Gore. Denny Gore yeah. up there in the scoring race good, right now. Good goaltending. One like, of the best in the uh, league is Carter George. The uh, defenseman there, his name escapes me right now, high-end defenseman. Sedley is there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Burroughs. They, they've got a pretty good team, Mike, and that building is intimidating. You betcha. So the uh, first round, first playoffs are never easy. I don't care who you're playing. They're, they're not. They're just not. It's 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 ramped up. Everybody gets ramped up to, to that next, and you have to stay healthy. That's a key, you know. And special teams have to be going. So there's a lot that goes into the playoffs. Don't forget that Owen Sound went out and added at the trade deadline. Connor Smith, an OHL champion, joins that back end in an arena where defensemen are a huge part of the game. So great points all around. And so if you're a Ranger fan, maybe you want Guelph to figure some stuff out. Just to finish that thought, when Terry talked about Guelph having been up 5-1, it got to 5-4. Windsor made it 5-4. And then Guelph scores two more. So they're 7-4 and they're cruising. And then, well, Windsor comes back to tie it and then wins it 8-7 in regulation. So Guelph does get the point and moves ahead of Owen Sound for the time being. Uh, and Guelph still has a game in hand. The attack will be back on the ice tomorrow night. Rangers win at 7-3 here on home ice tonight. Let's go next to Eddie on Rangers Talk. Hi, Eddie. Hello, Mike and Fixter. Hi, Eddie. Again, I saw you on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, you know what? Uh, first period, you know what? It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Um, but hey, second It was bad, period. actually. <laughs> Okay, I I was putting it a bit nicely, but no, second and third period though that was good. Um, Pickoff looking good as usual. Sop looking good. Everyone really looked good. Um, I just say uh, I I know I saw I saw some post on Twitter um like that Sardis decor like did they have a single guy who's played more than two years? Uh, on the ice for them tonight. They were awfully young. I know. Yeah, that. they were. Who they have on the back end tonight? It really showed. Fisher, Um, uh, yeah, they did not. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that was it. it Definitely, it definitely was evident. There was a lot of miscues on their part. Um, But no, I mean, you know what? Just honestly, just a good game for the Rangers. Um, You know, sometimes, sometimes you worry about these these games where you're you're on a hot streak and you and you face one of these teams. But you know what? They they didn't they didn't play down to the competition. They were like they they just they just played well. but these next two games are going to be big because you got the Sioux, which if you can close that gap um, on them for third, that's, that'd be nice. And then, uh, of course, just anytime you play London, that's that's a big game. So, so it really be interesting to see what they can do. All right, Eddie, appreciate the call. Good to hear from you, as always. You know, just when Eddie is talking about that depleted decor for the Sarnia Sting, we should give a nod, Paul, to Nick Serzicha, the goaltender for Sarnia tonight. Uh, yeah, the seven doesn't look good against him, but when it was 4-2 and Serzicha was st- uh, Serzicha, I, I have trouble with his name. I'm so sorry to the young man. Uh, and he was under fire in the third period. I mean, faced uh, at, by the end of the night, it was 48 shots against. Boy, oh boy, he hung in there and, and he made some nice saves. I, I thought he, I thought he was very good. And you know, you, you're going somebody who looks at the box score is going to go, oh, he gave up seven. He was, but no, I, I thought he made a lot of big saves for for the Sarnia Hockey Club, Mike. And in terms of names, I've been called fixture my entire life. <laughs> so I, I'm not scarred by it. So anybody who messes up names, and I do it more than anybody, uh, 
don't be offended. <laughs> I used to get farewell a lot, and I've I've tried to figure out how. I mean, I guess because you see the actual word, but there's no e at that part of my name, and that's one of the reasons I always thought Mike was too common, which is why I so often go by Farwell, and I think it just drilled it into people's heads accidentally. <laughs> but everybody's a Mike, at least in my era, right? I go down a hallway in my school when I was a kid. Call out Mike, and 12 people are turning their heads around. So, uh, Rangers win it 7-3. to three. Carson. Carson was the name to remember tonight. Two goals, four assists for Rakoff, and the Rangers have won five in a row, and they've clinched a playoff spot. Quick break. Back with more Rangers Talk, brought to you by You Save Flooring. This is City News 570. We want to hear from all the armchair coaches. Call now, 519-570-2545. It's City News 570, Rangers Talk, brought to you by You Save Flooring. Price is so low, just take it and go. City News 570. Carson Rakoff put up a big number for the Rangers tonight, scoring twice, adding four assists, moving from sixth to third in OHL scoring, all part of a 7-3 victory for the Rangers over the Sarnia Sting tonight. Five in a row for Kitchener, a playoff spot clinched, and a big game looms on Sunday up in Sault Ste. Marie. We'll talk more about that, but right now we go back to the phones on Rangers Talk for Evan. Hey, Evan, you're on Rangers Talk. Hey, guys, what's up? We're good. How are you? Fixer, what's up? <laughs> well, we're doing well here. Sorry, Fixie, I yeah. didn't mean to answer for yeah, you. There. No, yeah, no, <laughs> um, we're doing well here. How can't you be after a win like that? Uh, I got to say, uh, playoff aisle seven there, eh? <laughs> I, I didn't catch that, sorry. Yeah, playoff what? Playoff aisle seven. Playoffs all seven. Okay, so playoff aisle seven <laughs> means that we got seven goals and in the and in, in a store it'd be aisle seven. Aisles oh oh okay. Instead of cleanup aisle five, it's playoffs aisle seven. <laughs> I got you. Okay. I listen, I'm I'm still mad at Galen Weston, so I'm having trouble with any grocery store references. Okay. <laughs> uh let's get to the game though. That was that was a good game, to be honest. Uh, the Rangers played a little sluggish in the first, but then they came back in the second like nothing happened. And then, you know, like even with that 2-1 uh, Sardinia lead, they ended up coming back. So kudos to them. Evan, kudos to you. Appreciate the phone call, and if you were looking for your 30-second recap of the game, there it is. I'll get Adam Sanderson, our producer, to record that. We'll play it on the morning sports tomorrow, and there's your summation. But that's the way this one went, and as we look ahead, Paul, um, as I said we would, to Sunday's game in Sault Ste. Marie, right time for the Rangers to be rolling north. I mean, the Sioux is a tough team, even tougher at home. But this Kitchener Rangers hockey club with five in a row has a chance now to show, look, Guelph, uh, Sarnia tonight, Mississauga, Peterborough, and Sudbury. Those are the five wins the Rangers have earned. Arguably, Guelph, Peterborough, Sarnia, the softest touches. Mississauga's no slouch, but also not a world beater. And then Sudbury clearly had an off day when they were here on Sunday. But it'll be a real test for this hockey club at this time of the season a really meaningful game on the road Sunday. I, I think it's it's a great great test for them as they you know get closer to the playoffs here and uh, you know it's kind of we have to travel so okay bus legs they have to play so to me that's a wash absolutely. Um, so let's just go play the game on Sunday. I think the good thing is Mike the turnaround time it's a, it's an evening game for uh, Sue and then an afternoon game. So that's a quick turnaround time. Maybe advantage Kitchener there. Uh, so it'll it'll be fun to see. That's a, it's a highly explosive team there. I know one thing: uh, Kitchener can't turn the puck over like they did uh, early in tonight's game against Sault Ste. Marie because they have a lot more uh, high-end offensive power than than the Sarnia club does. That's for sure. And those those would really kill you. I forget who the caller was that talked about the 
uh, cross ice uh, uh, up the middle. That was James early yeah, on. Can't, yeah, can't be doing that against Sault Ste. Marie, that's for sure. You certainly can. I was just talking about how good they are at home, but they're actually better on the road this year with 21 road victories, the Greyhounds, compared to 15 at home. They take on the Peterborough Peets at GFL Memorial Gardens in the Sioux tomorrow night, and then we're there for that Sunday afternoon game. But And just back to that point on the turnovers, I, I think if you're watching one team, and obviously fans calling Rangers talk have watched the Rangers. Like, you see that, but I don't think it's ex- – I know it's not exclusive to the Kitchener Rangers. That's what makes this game at this level so much fun. Players make mistakes. They throw muffins up the middle, and that happened to the Rangers tonight. You know, it's it's not about the mistakes because mistakes are made every shift. It's the magnitude of the mistake. And, you know, you look at the Carson Rakoff mistake – that was a big mistake. Yes. And that one bit them. So mistakes happen all the time. It's it's the size of it. And you you want to cut down on those ones that are really big mistakes because those those are the ones that seem to, you know, cost you in the end. But mistakes are if, if no mistakes were made, every game would be zero zero. Like mistakes result in goals being scored um, quite often. I've got my crossword puzzles ready. Do you have your book ready for the ride tomorrow? I, I have my book ready, and I'm looking forward to seeing Peter Ricci yet again. Mike, see if he'll hug me yet again. <laughs> <laughs> that ice has been broken, and it's almost as though Fixter and Ricci are friends all of a sudden. <laughs> they were uh, they were a word that started also with the letter F, but different, <laughs> ended differently many, many years ago. Rangers win big tonight on home ice, 7-3 the final. Carson Rakoff, six points. Kitchener clinches a playoff spot. We will be back on the air Sunday afternoon from GFL Memorial Gardens in Sault Ste. Marie with a 1.30 pregame show. On behalf of my broadcast partner, Paul Fixter, and our producer, Adam Sanderson, my name is Mike Farwell, and I bid you a very good Friday night from the Memorial Auditorium here in Kitchener. This has been another edition of City News 570 Rangers Talk. Brought to you by You Save Flooring. Prices so low, just take it and go. Your home for the Kitchener Rangers. City News 570.